new on Curiosity Street. Louis B. Mayer, Jack Warner, William Fox. Hollywood was the city of dreams, but the beginnings were a nightmare. You will never work in this town again! It's Titans, the rise of Hollywood. And Merapi, one of the world's most active volcanoes. Can we better predict its next deadly eruption? A new expedition hunts for life-saving answers on exploring the volcano. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. How's it going, everyone? Uh, thanks for tuning in to New Heights Show on Education. This is Freddie. Now, for those of you just joining in, uh, I talk about technology and cyber awareness. I talk about things like malware, hackers, uh, child cyber awareness, uh, Internet of Things. And for this episode, it's uh, cyber awareness in schools. So it's kind of picking up where child cyber awareness left off, but except of kind of letting your child know dangers in your home network. I'll be talking about uh, cyber awareness in schools. So this could be anywhere from elementary all the way up to university. I remember um, growing up in high school, um, the school's IT would block certain websites like Facebook and um, my buddies and I would find ways around that loophole and behold, we were on Facebook in the school's library. So yeah, you can pretty much guess uh, we were the group of geeks at the school, in case you were wondering. I also remember um, my friend's student account in high school was, uh, I wouldn't say hacked, but he left his uh, computer unintended and someone went in and sent inappropriate messages to the whole um, school board back in Calgary. So he ended up getting suspended for a week. So if you know where I'm going with this. Uh, yeah, it pretty much starts with an S and ends with, a, ends with a Y. Don't know what I mean? Security. So I'm going to say this. Kids and teens these days are getting smarter with tech. And they pretty much wear it on them. Uh, they breathe it and they live technology. So schools, beware. So this could kind of be a good thing, but most of all, it could be a bad thing. So I will talk about that in this episode. That being said, it's an honor to be a part of New Heights Educational Group. So be sure to visit our website at newheightseducation.org for all your educational needs. This is an amazing organization, so be sure to check it out for more info. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, 
educational resources to help reach your goals. Uh, if you've been listening to the last couple episodes, um, it's cut into two parts uh, because of the restrictions on Spreaker base, uh, basic. So in the future, though, I do want to get the full Spreaker account so I can just shoot the episodes for 30 minutes straight. I think it's more convenient that way as well. And if I do have special guests, um, they're not rudely interrupted by a forced cutoff when those uh, 50 minutes are done. Also, like last episode, uh, this is a pre-recorded podcast, so I won't be taking any calls or looking at the chat. So at this point, I'll be taking any emails anytime off the show, and I'll read them at the start of the show and just pretty much discuss whatever comments or questions you have. So for future live shows, if you want to check in with me, you can just get my contact info on my page. So go on newheightseducation.org and just hover your mouse over to the top of the page where it says um, radio show and a drop down will appear with my name. So click on that and uh, pretty much my info should be there. So, all right. (laughs) Well, now that's out of the way, uh, schools and cyber awareness, let's get to that. So, like I said, this uh, episode kind of follows up on my last episode on child awareness. So, let me give you a pop quiz. What are the three main issues I mentioned in that episode when it comes to child cyber awareness? The three main issues. Hmm. Well, if you guess cyberbullying, for one, online predators, the second, and uh, lastly, explicit content exposure, you are amazing. So cyberbullying, we know is pretty cowardly as we have bullies running their social media fingers through their smartphones and um, online predators or what I like to call them now, uh, Fortnite stalkers and uh, explicit content as children can get access to not only offensive content, but um, illegal and black hat infested websites. Now these issues could also be present in schools and they're just as bad as the ones a child can experience in their homes. Now, aside from the three major issues that we talked about in the past episode, what are the issues that schools are at risk for? Now, what if um, students were to unintentionally compromise uh, confidential school records? I read an article on Huffington, Huffington Post and uh, pretty much the, that article states that schools in America are rich with data and it's pretty much comparable to medical records. So remember my first episode on malware when I uh, mentioned that healthcare data is a full warehouse of information? It's the same idea. So school records contain uh, records of students, teachers, or other staff members on campus and contains a ton of personal information such as um, social security numbers, um, addresses, uh, financial information, um, so on so on and so forth. And uh, what is one of the few mistakes people have when it comes to cyber threats? It's human error. This isn't this doesn't just apply to students but to teachers as well. And uh, the data that Huffington posts um, presents on which schools are breached. You know, the numbers are pretty high and you have universities here in America that had um, 
100,000 to 300,000 records reached from around 2014. And in uh, 2015, uh, UCLA's health system was, um, it was exposed. Um, so that's 4.5 million records that were exposed. And uh, these numbers are what HuffPost calls as the worst school hacks of all time. So you're probably thinking, what does this have, what does this have to do with um, following up on the child cyber awareness episode? Well, that's easy. You know, as students go to school from elementary all the way to university, uh, they have access to a handful of technology on campus. And when they have that first interview with a principal on their first day of school, they have uh, policies and guideline papers that they have to sign. And I think that's where both uh, educators and students have to pay attention. Um, so instead of signing away blindly without being aware of the risks, maybe there should be strict technology guidelines. So I'll be giving my two cents on what the issues are when it comes to uh, student to technology interaction, uh, what needs to be done to ensure schools are safe on, on their devices, a um, couple of prevention tips, and I'll probably throw out another tech tip, provided that I have time. Now, I'm so sorry, uh, I'm, I think I'm like two, two tech tips behind, but we'll see. If I have time, I will be sure to throw one out, so yeah, so check out for that. And um, if not, um, next episode, I, I'll start off with a, a couple tech tips. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. <clears throat> so this is where I actually have to go take my forced break. So um, I'll be right back and we'll pick up where we left off. Welcome back to part two of this podcast. So... We just went over kind of like the overview of cyber awareness in school. So now let's talk about, uh, you know, the student to technology interaction, what needs to be done, and a couple of prevention tips. So, all right, let's talk about the student to technology interaction. So back when I was growing up in high school around uh, 2007 to 2010, don't call me grandpa, please. <laughs> but anyways, uh, the only thing I really had to worry about was if I left my computer unattended, um, someone could easily update my Facebook status into something super ridiculous. Or, you know, someone could have a mess with my already terrible high school essay. <laughs> so that's seriously all I had to worry about. And um, I had a Sony Ericsson flip phone well, was, that's pretty old you know that was this was pretty much before smartphones i mean there were smartphones but they weren't at the same level as what we have now so yeah sony ericsson flip phone and if i ever used the internet on that phone to download ringtones or games or whatnot i would had i would gotten my phone taken away so pretty much you know it had no apple pay or google wallet but I was, however, at risk of cyberbullying or, by accident, opening up suspicious emails that contain malware. So, fast forward to now, where schools have a handful of computers or tablets available to use, and students are just pretty much walking around with their 
um, smartphones in the halls. You know, technology is supposed to enhance uh, a student's experience when it comes to education as we have platforms like, you know, what we use right now in NHEG, Blackboard, or in some other schools like Canvas. And, uh, you know, it we pretty much implement engaging lesson videos, etc. But when it all comes down to how all of this technology is used in this in classrooms, we have to consider the following. How well are students aware of the dangers of the net? What software is available in the classrooms? How restricted is the school's networks? Or what about are they even going to be using it for their studies? You know, you can't you can never be too sure. You know, people are, you know, students, they always flip back and forth between websites when you know, a teacher's not looking, but, you know, just saying. So, <laughs> with, uh, with the advanced technology that we have now and the ones that are in schools, it goes beyond what I mentioned in the child cyber awareness episode. It just go, it goes beyond cyberbullying, online predators, and explicit content in classrooms. You know, schools could also be at risk for data breaches. Um, I read an article on ZDNet and that further states that so they posted an article about a data breach in a high school in Melbourne where um, confidential healthcare records of over 300 students got published online. Ugh. So ZDNet further states that information leak was believed to be due to human error. You know, that's something that always keeps popping up. Human error. Now, Think of the possibilities of what could happen at this point. That kind of information is out there. And uh, let's say there's a student who is getting bullied. And uh, both physically and on the net. So that student who is getting bullied gets that record leaked online. What do you think that bully will do? Possibly post that medical condition on social media of that student followed by a Photoshop picture with nasty comments, you know, print that out and post it on their locker. And the list can go on. So pretty much where I'm going with this is um, that student to technology interaction can be a part of problems. And that one issue could lead to another if one, the student is not aware of the issue. And two, if the information gets into the wrong hands. There could be consequences not only for the student, but incidents like those could also affect the school's reputation. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully-accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Okay, so we talked about the student-to-tech interactions. So what about the things that need to be done for schools to avoid this problem? This is where school staff come into play. You know, you have, a, you have the principal handing out paperwork to students and parents to sign papers saying, I accept and agree to comply with the rules and guidelines of the school by signing this paper, so on and so forth. You know, there's probably some technology use policies in there as well. So firstly, taking note of that, 
Um, having those policies on technology should be updated as technology itself gets updated. The importance of these policies are so that students follow these guidelines to ensure their learning experience is safe and satisfying. And also just, just please follow the rules at school. <laughs> so when it comes to technology and the use of computers or tablets at schools, you know, strict guidelines have to be placed and updated regularly. If you have a policy from 10 years ago regarding computer usage, like any policy, it could be a liability issue and more security issues may happen. So students don't think that school rules regarding tech usage are way too strict or unfair. It could save you a headache later. So any type of leaking of information, cyberbullying, uh, illegal and explicit online or tampering with equipment, such as hacking, you know, if you were to break those rules and regulations on what you signed that paper, so, you know, that could pretty much come with consequences. So, probably a suspension or expulsion, depending on how severe the issue may be, you know. So, secondly, take it from me <laughs> to what I do. You're probably thinking, huh? So pretty much what I'm saying is encourage cyber awareness in schools for both students and staff. Um, Telegraph posted an article where uh, different IT specializing in cybersecurity security gave their inputs on tackling cyber threats together. Um, Nick Wilding on that article states that the majority of cyber attacks succeed because of human error. Again, human error. Huh. If you think you have to be tech savvy or some kind of computer expert to tell people about the dangers, you know, it's not true. You just have, you just have to tell your students and staff what you need to be aware of when clicking and checking emails, um, what websites are safe, you know, so on and so forth. So updates and policies and just letting people know how to handle tech in schools is a great way to start to having school secure. And, you know, the student to tech interaction safe. Not only that, I mean, teachers and staff could also be safe as well. So we have all these tech in schools. What are ways to prevent issues in schools from cyber threats? <clears throat> well, let's recap on the last three episodes. On the malware episode, you have to avoid suspicious emails, um, update malware definitions on your scanners, and update any firmware or operating systems the computer is running. If you're not sure if an email from school is sent... Okay, let's say an email from school is sent to your junk mail. You know, what do you do? Ask the sender personally. Ask what the subject line is to single out the safe ones from the bad ones. Um, second episode, I talked about the hacker uh, episode. I've talked about hackers. So the most important one to point out of that episode is to uh, change the router settings. So pretty much as soon as you get an upgrade on the router, um, set the username and password on the router by, by logging in to your 192 point whatever. That's, that's a way to access your router. And then uh, you're going to change the network name and password. So for the best encryption method, use WPA2AES. For that method is the last, it's, it's the latest one. And it's more secure. 
third episode was child cyber awareness. So monitor each user to make sure they're not going on any unsafe websites. So, and if a student has been getting cyberbullied or is somehow getting scanned, encourage the student to take snapshots of the incident and take record of it. Third episode also mentions to set filters on the routers. So in schools, I'm pretty much certain that most websites are filtered, but when it comes to universities, there may be a bit of freedom of what you can do online. So elementary to the high school may need more filtering, not only so that students can avoid uh, explicit content, it's so that they may be productive during their studies. If these are followed, uh, students and staff can be assured that their devices are safe and will be able to ensure a safe learning environment. So we just talked about the overview of the importance of cyber awareness in schools, the student-to-tech interaction, what needs to be done in schools, and the prevention of threats. We know that cyber awareness in schools just goes beyond what I covered in the Cyber Awareness for Child or for Children episode. So from the information that I just presented, it is possible to have data breaches in schools, leading to a number of incidents. Like mentioned, once a student's information goes public, uh, it could lead to cyberbullying, harassment, or even just selling out information to someone with uh, uh, criminal intention. This could also cost a student their future and the hard work that they've done go pretty much go to the dumps. So. This isn't just limited to students either, but staff members to teach or staff members or teachers. So what I'm getting at here is that for someone who volunteers at NHEG on any information on students, teachers or volunteers, you know, their their confidentiality had to say that slowly just to get the pronunciation right. So (laughs) that word is important to me as someone who raises cyber awareness because I mean pretty much if not and what have I been doing this whole time keeping people safe on my radio show so that pretty much concludes my topic and I hope to have raised cyber awareness and ways to keep schools safe so in my next episode there there is still talks of a special guest coming on but again if not I'll go back to my usual topics so if I don't have a special guest going on, um, my next one is going to be on social engineering. Till then, everyone, uh, I hope you had a great New Year's, and I will catch you next time. And you know what? Since I did skip out on the tech tips, I will be playing that on um, on the next episode. All right. All right. Take care, guys. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.
Get ready for the smartest bundle in streaming. Six streaming services for the intellectually curious. Featuring CuriosityStream with the best collection of documentary films and TV shows. Psalm TV and great stories from the world of wine. Taste Made for the fun side of food and travel. Topic with the best thrillers and crime stories. And so much more. From nature to history, technology to food, mystery to adventure. Get six streaming services for one low price. At less than $6 a month, it's the best deal in streaming. Learn more and sign up now at smartbundle.com.